Greetings, I'm Noah Deer. Welcome to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. Now, if you've been with us for a few days, you know that we're in the middle of a conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus. And this is one of the most important conversations in all the Bible. In fact, one of the most important conversations in all history. And so we're walking through this very, very carefully. Let's pick up today in verse 13. No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Uh, Now, this is a declaration of Jesus' credentials to speak. He's saying some things to Nicodemus that Nicodemus is having a hard time understanding, that Nicodemus is having a hard time uh, accepting. So Jesus just reminds Nicodemus what his credentials are. He says, I am the one who has uh, come from heaven. Uh, Jesus speaks on the subject as one who has descended from heaven, one who is the Messiah. Jesus speaks as an eyewitness to heaven and to the things of heaven. Jesus speaks as one with the authority to traverse from uh, from heaven to earth and from earth to heaven. Jesus speaks with full authority. Look at verses 14 and 15. Jesus goes on, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes, this is verse 15, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Now, this is an allusion to a historical event recorded in Numbers chapter 21 in the Old Testament. It's an event that happened during the Exodus. The people of Israel had been freed from slavery in Egypt, and they were headed to the Promised Land. Now, on that journey, that was much more difficult than it should have been because the people didn't trust and obey the way that they should have trusted and obeyed. Uh, But on this journey, they complain to the Lord, and they express anger toward God. And so God brings a punishment on the people. And in this case, the punishment was poisonous snakes. That got their attention. So after many people had died from these poisonous snakes, eventually the Israelites repent of their sins. And we see that in Numbers chapter 21, verse 7. Listen, the people came to Moses and said, we have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Intercede with the Lord so that he will take the snakes away from us. And Moses interceded for the people. So the people acknowledged their sin. They acknowledged that their only hope was that God would do something. And then they asked through Moses for God's intervention. And then God intervened. Listen to this, Numbers 21, 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, make a snake image and mount it on a pole. And when anyone who is bitten looks at it, he will recover. He goes on to say, the scripture goes on to say there in Numbers 21 in verse 9. So Moses made a bronze snake and mounted it on a pole. And whenever someone was bitten and he looked at the bronze snake, he recovered. Now, here's the idea. Their rescue came as this... uh, image of a snake was put on a pole and lifted high so that people could choose to trust God and look at this uh, image of a snake, and then God would heal them. Now, Jesus, in a very similar way, would be lifted up, not on a pole, but on a cross, such that anyone uh, could look at Jesus and trust in Jesus, uh, believe in Jesus, 
and that person would be rescued from the penalty of his sins. And so Jesus is forecasting his crucifixion. Now, there are three key words here that we must focus on. One is in verse 14. Uh, It's the word must. It says, the son of man must be lifted up. Now, this just is a reminder of the necessity of the crucifixion. The crucifixion wasn't something that just happened and God made the best of it. No, Jesus was born to die. Now, the second key word is the word belief, and we're going to spend all of our time on that tomorrow. So let's go to the third key word or phrase, eternal life. You see it there in verse 15 that we read? It says, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. This is the first time in the Gospel of John we read that phrase, eternal life, though it's going to appear a a number more times before we finish, 16 more times in the Gospel of John. It's an important phrase. Eternal life is more than just life that doesn't end. Everyone, the truth is, everyone lives forever somewhere. So in that sense, every life, every person's life is eternal. So it's not talking of that. Eternal life speaks of the quality, not just the quantity of life. And Jesus defines that uh, in uh, a little later in the Gospel of John, chapter 17. And we'll get to this eventually, but I want to read it now. Verse 3. Jesus said, this is eternal life, that you may know, that they may know you, that people would know God, the only true God and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. So Jesus defines eternal life, and he says that eternal life is knowledge of and union with God through Christ. Uh, The Apostle Paul says it this way in Ephesians 2.6. He says, it is the experience of the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ. So eternal life is to know God, have union with God, and to experience the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness expressed in Christ. That is eternal life. Now, we're going to pause there and not cover the word believes until tomorrow because I want our entire devotion to be focused on that. But I'll go ahead and read the next verse, and this will set us up for tomorrow. John 3.16, for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. I can't wait uh, to cover that verse with you tomorrow. Friends, thanks for watching or listening. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe buttons. That really helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, just search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. Further info at noeldeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ.